welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about our life's lessons. Let's get started. We're all complicated. Yes, you hear me right. We are all complicated spirits having a human experience. Our path is taking us to different outer conditions. We all have our preconceived assumptions based on where we grew up. We can find ourselves repeating our parents' mistakes as well. When we are a white canvas that can change our outer conditions by changing our own patterns. Yes, we can. Believe it or not, our parents' lives should not define ours. I know, it is a hard one to understand. In some cases, children will replicate the same patterns of their parents. We have to learn to break those habits by asking our spirit what path should be the best. What can I do to course-correct my path? Even thinking about it, will help you to start to see what possibilities you can have. You do not have to see how it will happen, but instead see the end result. Focus on how it feels to know you have your happy ending. The journey that will lead you to it will be happening when you are co-creating with the universe. In that journey, you will have to face your life lessons. Yes, they are still to be learned. There is no free pass when you are reaching your goals. It is part of our journey to face our life lessons. It helps us to grow and mature. We also have our own free will. Yes, these add even more complexity to our lives. We can ignore them, but we are not going to be able to move forward either way. Keeping ourselves, repeating them, with different situations, different people, yes, I know, not fun, but when you are able to learn them, you can move up to the next level in your journey. So let's talk about it, because I know a lot of people are a little bit more, I would say, sensitive to the fact that, oh my God, I have to learn my life lessons, am I, it's terrible. Well, terrible, yes and no, because your spirit has to accomplish uh, quite a few life lessons in all of the lives we're living. And I call it parallel life. You can call them past lives. You are in a process to learn something. You are in a process to discover who you truly are. But in order to do that and grow and mature and become the spirit that you need to become, because Something we don't talk about it as well is when you're done here to do your due diligence here on earth and repeat all of your life lessons, have done everything and pass all of those life lessons with, you know, high marks, then you're going to stay on the other side and you will become a helper for others. You're going to become a guide. You're going to become an angel. You're going to become a spirit that's going to help others to do the same thing. Now, the question is, is... Are you learning your life lessons? Because in many cases, people don't. People rather put blinders on their faces, on their eyes, and just ignore them, hoping they will go away. Well, the form, it appears, might go away. And I say might, because in some cases, it won't. It will stick the way it is, and that's something you're going to have to learn. Is it a pleasant um, situation? Some are not, and some have to be done because we need to grow and mature. 
We have a life purpose. We have our life lessons to learn and we have our free wills, which even add more complexity to that recipe, to that sauce. It's like, oh my God, one more layer of something that might not want to be seen and I don't want to deal with it and I don't want to discover that portion of it. But it's like, yes, you do. It's not you got a choice. It's what you need to do in your life to be able to become the better part of your own self. And this comes along when we go in our journey. So imagine that you're learning as a kid uh, everything you don't need to learn from your outer conditions. So it could be maybe a toxic relationship between your parents, being poor, or we can go to the extreme where you're living in a very fancy house where all of the extremes are there. We're talking drug, alcohol, party, everything that you always wanted come here and you just feel like the king or the queen of the world because everything that you want always appeared when you want it. But you need to remember something too. Wherever you're born, things can change very quickly as well from being poor to become rich, to become rich, to become poor, to face uh, uncertainty and maybe feeling betrayal by others, maybe not um, fulfilling what others have as an expectation on you because, you know, the pressure of the parents on the children because they expect them to have a better life, but they already predefine what they should be doing, which in some cases, not going to happen. The children will, you know, be rebellious and not want to follow what the parents are saying, even if the parents are trying for their highest good because they want the best. Or maybe they are ego-centered and they want to impress the entire neighborhood and say, oh, well, my, do- my daughter is a doctor or my son is a lawyer, you know, so poo-poo. But it's like our life lessons will always teach us something then you want it or not, then you are up for it or not. Because again, we're going to the same situation. If you're not learning them, if you're ignoring them, at the end, when you're going to cross over, and I talked about it very briefly on one of the uh, podcasts, you have to see the council. And the council is going to review. Because before you showed up here, you had a to-do list that you wanted to accomplish. At the end when you're crossing over, then these will be reviewed. So let's say you're ignoring half of them and you're like, I am not going to learn those. I don't want to deal with that. Then guess what? You're going to come back here because you know that you have not accomplished what you're supposed to do. So you're going to do a comeback to learn those. Again, when you're ignoring the situation, and I took examples in the past about people faced by their work environment and the one who run away from learning their life lessons. Maybe you have a boss who's nasty or who's not, who's over controlling everybody, which makes everybody else's life miserable. But you need to learn that life lessons to how to navigate all of this. It doesn't mean you have to stay where you are. It means you have to face it. You have to figure it out. How can I become the better part of my own self 
and embrace who I truly am when I can do that? That's the, that's the biggest questions you can ever ask yourself. And as you're doing this, you're going to start to realize, okay, I can probably improve myself if I'm able to learn to deal with that individual. Then I like it or not. It doesn't mean I'm not going to be looking for another job. I'm not going to be looking to maybe move internally inside of that company. I'm not going to ignore that person, but I'm going to figure it out. How can I handle and work with that person, even if we don't see eye to eye, even if we don't like each other? How can we work together? It doesn't mean it's going to be, you know, I'm going to please that person so they can be nice to me because at the end of the day, if they don't like you, they don't like you. If they don't like the way you're working, they don't like the way you're working. It doesn't matter. It, what matters the most is how do you react to it? Are you more defensive? Are you using your ego? Or did you step back and use your spirit and ask your spirit for guidance? Those are life lessons. And going to the next job, that's the biggest lesson as well. Instead of jumping to the next uh, job quickly because you're running away from something or someone, take the time during the process, the interview process, to read the people. Meaning, am I feeling comfortable with this individual because I'm talking to the hiring manager? And am I doing an interview to them as well? Because as much as they interview you, you have to interview themselves as well because you want to know. You want to know how that person works. You want to know um, if there is a conflict, how do they resolve it, how uh, he brings his team together or she brings the team together. You need to ask those questions because as much as they interview you, you need to know. Do I feel comfortable with that person? How is that person reacting if you came up with an idea outside of the box that could help the team? How is that person welcoming new ideas? Is that person open to it or not? And by listening to them, writing it down, and if you have uh, FaceTime, so you see face-to-face the person, you can read the person when they're answering you as well. So it gives you the opportunity to know. And again, when you go through the hiring process, you're going to meet the team or a few people from the team. And they're going to be honest with you. They're going to be truly honest with you as well. So you need to ask them other questions as well. How do they feel with the team? How do the interaction with their boss is? How do they feel working on projects together? Is there is always somebody who's leading it? Or did, are they open to listen to everyone? So by listening, you are understanding how it works. Now, because of the uh, COVID-19 and a pandemic, every, most people work from home. So you don't have or might not have the opportunity to go on site, meaning normally we used to go physically to the building and we used to meet so you could observe, observe the receptionist, observe what was going on around her because the receptionist is the face of the company. This is the first person you're seeing when you're entering the building. So by watching and observing how they act and how people interact with her and what's going on around, you have a sense of how things are running. You do. And as you walk inside, when the hire manager come and take you to a room, normally it's inside. And most um, companies right now have them closer to the reception so you cannot go in. It normally gives you a sense. You have a vibes. 
you have a vibes that it's a good company. You have a vibes that everything seems good and everybody seems happy. You have a vibes that like, okay, this, I'm comfortable with that uh, person. I am comfortable with everything that's going on with them. I am good with them. So we should be fine. So those are for you and for anyone who are interested to see what's going to be happening, gives you a great idea of what is going on. Again, you need to make sure that everything you want is there. So when you're doing the negotiation, and I said that in the past as well, um, you don't negotiate the price up front. No, you don't. You focus on the job. You're not... Even if HR asks you, oh, how much do you want to pay? And if they give you a number, you say, sure, no problem. But you're not signing anything. I always say, yeah, sure, no problem. And I move on. I never discussed until I was maybe the third uh, interview back with the manager. Then I will start to go and discuss the pricing. If they want me, I will give them any argument back when I thank them of what I can do, and I will lay it out. I have done that, and I was able to get the price that I needed, which was a fair price, based on not coming up front. Because the people who come up front and tell you, oh, well, I want $60,000 a year, that's it. And you're like, okay... So you're not interested of the company. You're not interested of the job. The only thing you want to know is how much he pays. So that's a no for me. If you show interest into the team, into the task ahead, into how can I come on board and help you, then it shows that you're dedicated to spend years with that company. You're not going to be an in and out and you're done in 15 minutes. This will bring you a job offer quicker, FYI. So now back to our life lessons. When you're done to do all of those interviews, you have to ask yourself, do I feel good about um, the manager and the team? Or do I feel something is off? I'm not feeling comfortable with it. Something is not quite right. I don't know what it is, but something is off. Listen to your gut feeling, because here's why. When you're there to learn your life lessons and you're facing your um, manager who's micromanaging you like there is no tomorrow, if you jump too quickly because you're desperate to find something new, you're going to come up into the same circus, different monkey. Meaning, same situation, same life lessons you have to learn. Different people, different companies, different situation. And you're going to be miserable because you're going to realize you made a mistake very quickly. So before you jump, take the time. Ask the right question. And that is, the, I think, the most empowering thing you can do to yourself, actually. It's ask yourself, is this for my is good? Do I feel right with that company or is there something that really bothers me and I don't feel comfortable? If I don't feel comfortable, then I'm going to pass. I'm going to say no, thank you. Thank you very much for the interview. It was great to know your team, great to know the company, but not interested. I have done that. I have turned down some, uh, in the past, some um, companies and situation and position because I did not feel right. Because I saw things they were not quite right for me and I had no regrets 
Because I listen to my gut feeling. I listen to the universe telling me, no, it's not going to be good for you. You're going to wait a little longer, Emma. But guess what? Patience always pays out. So we have a choice in life. We have a choice to, um, am I going to be uh, open to, to learn my life lessons? I'm going to be open to move on to something better. Yes, you do. But you're going to have to face your life lessons. And sometimes it could be a reject. It could be a reject because you fail an exam or a test. Maybe it's going to be uh, somebody is going to betray you by uh, sharing um, some um, personal thoughts you had. Maybe somebody is going to, uh, out of jealousy, is going to do or say something negative about you. And you're going to have to deal with it. And realizing that person is probably not... Uh, someone you want in your life because it's toxic, because that person is not who them they are. Maybe you're in a relationship that is running its course slowly but surely, and you're realizing that, well, the mate I have in my life is not the right one. Is just not the right one. So instead of staying with the, with that individual, it's better to walk away. And really ask the universe, okay, well, you know, universe, that was a nice try, but no, pass. I'm sure someone better will come in my life on due time. And I'm going to continue to live my life to the fullest. I'm going to continue to be busy. I'm going to continue to enjoy everything I'm doing. And I'm going to even do more. Why not? Everything is possible if we put our mind into it. Our life lessons can be the most joyful from like winning a million dollars to something awful like losing your job, end up on the street, uh, losing your um, credibility um, or anything like that. But we have to go through it. And yes, it may be humiliating at times. And sometimes you can feel like you got a slap in the face. But you need to realize something else as well. It brings you humility, humility, being humble. Because a lot of people have a tendency to go with their ego. Oh my goodness, how cocky our ego can be. Oh, good Lord. I am the best of what I do. I can do this and I am perfect. I'm like, yeah, the universe is going to show you that you're not. You are perfect in your own way, but you're not above anyone else. That's something we need to realize. We need to be humble. We need to be grateful. Grateful for what we have. And even if you're like, well, Emma, I just have a pea in my plate. A small peas. Well, that's, that's a blessing. Bless those peas. I maybe have a dollar in my pocket. Bless that dollar. It will multiply. But be grateful. Be grateful if maybe you're under a bridge and just said, okay, I only have a bridge, Emma. What are you talking about? Be grateful to be under a bridge. There is people who are in worse situation than we are, and they do better than we do. I learned that well long time ago when I got the car crash accident in 1985. Oh, great year, horrible year. But something that taught me very well, and I did it on my own, actually. I didn't have somebody else's to ponder on my head, but it was just to see people around me. How they were acting up, like, oh my God, that's the end of the world. And all wanted to see, see the injuries, see what I had. And to me, it was like, okay, that is not happening. And my injury make me maybe a little handicapped, but I don't care because I refuse that. And I got one of the greatest thoughts that came in from the universe said to me, there is people that are in a worse situation than you are. 
and they do better than you and they don't say anything. So you have a choice. You can become a victim where everybody's going to pour you for like every single time and going to take the joy to and the curiosity because we want to see what it looks like, what, what your injuries looks like. Or you can pick up yourself up and live a life and adapt to what you get to adapt and live a life, a normal life, quote unquote. Guess what I choose? Not to be a victim because I could care less. And I didn't want it to become uh, a show on its own for everybody to see. I'm like, no, that's not happening. So I did not. And I continue my life. And a lot of people don't even realize that. No, nobody has a clue. And I'm like, it's not here to make you cry. I have, there is people in a worse situation I am can do better. So why would I be crying? Seriously. You pick up yourself up. And you're looking at yourself and you said, you know what? That is a life lesson, Zema. You're going to have to learn. You're going to have to restart everything from scratch again. That's fine. Done it three times already. So it's like, that's okay. I'm going to take the freaking challenge and I'm going to move up and I'm going to rise like the phoenix of my ashes. Those are life lessons that are hard to take in your face. But you know what? The reward at the end of the day is being able to not become a victim. Being able to pick yourself up and adapt. Picking yourself up and be reminded. I am grateful. I am grateful for the situation in 1985. I am grateful of 2000. I am grateful of everything that went wrong. And you're like, oh, God. Yeah, I'm grateful I lost the house. Not grateful for that for five minutes, but he was like, okay. It had to had to happen. Way a long time ago when we were kids. Okay, that accident had to happen. Then that health situation had to happen. That accident had to happen. And I'm like, okay, got to live your life to the fullest. Got to understand that. And I had a choice. Make the right choice. You want to be the center of attention? Go for it. But you know what? Misery attracts misery. Why would I want to attract misery more? I don't want it. I am going to rise like the phoenix. I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to take the bull by the horn. I'm going to bring all of the rage inside of me. And I'm going to move it and create a path. A path of enlightenment. And I'm going to use that energy to move forward, to continue to move forward, regardless of what I have to deal in my life. And not even complain, because we're not here to cry and complain. We're here to empower each other. And you would never hurt me. And you're never going to hear me complaining about anything. Because one of the things I've got and I've learned is there is people in worse situation than you are. And you know what? They do better. They are not complaining. So pick yourself up and move along. It might take some time for us to get this going. Not listening to the outer condition. Because as I said, as a kid, when uh, in, 80, uh, in 85 that happens, I remember... You could see the vulture around because they all wanted to see. Oh, we're so, we're not interested about how you're doing. We want to see, you know, it's entertaining. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not part of a show. I'm not in a zoo. I'm not part of anything that needs to be behind a glass and everybody pass by to see it. I'm like, what is wrong with the people? This is where you realize the 
mind your own business, people. Move forward, move along. But again, those were great life lessons. Adapting, changing, and as radical, as sudden, as harsh than it may sound. It was a change from the universe that had to happen. And we had a choice that night. We had a choice to go home early, the time we're supposed to, or break curfew. And we broke curfew. So I was like, okay, we broke curfew. Yes, we did. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get killed at the end of the day by our parents. They didn't kill us somehow because they were too busy to figure it out. That was an emergency room. But it was just like, okay, so life took its toll on its own. And you can see things accelerating. You can see things moving. But your life lessons have to be learned. And you pick up yourself up. And you learn it. And yes, that's going to bite. That's going to hurt. But you know what? You don't need to be resentful about it. You just look back and put the reality in your face and say, yes, I picked up the wrong mate. And maybe that uh, individual was not only toxic, it was abusive physically, emotionally. I need to walk away. I am not staying right there. And if in the next relationship you enter, because you have not done all of the healing, keep your eyes open for the signs. And in the first signs, you walk away and said, okay, universe, I learned it. I did not saw, I wanted to see those signs first and I went into it and now I see it. I'm backing out right now. I am not staying. And universe don't even bring it back to me. So if the next one coming along, that next totes, you don't care. I said, no, no, no. Move along. Off you go. I am not entering a relationship that is toxic. Same with work, same with everything in life. If you feel like you want to buy a car, it doesn't matter if it's a new one or a, or a used one. It doesn't matter. But if you feel the car is not right for you, but you feel the pressure of the people or the salesperson, walk away. Even if you're in dire um, need of a car, ask the universe to help you because it will bring you the right car for you. That's how it works. So being open to live our life to the fullest, being open to know we got our own free wills. So the, at the end of the day, it is our decision, nobody else's, regardless, and that's something that is essential on life lessons, regardless of who you're talking to. So maybe your mother, your sister, the salesperson want to, you know, they want to make their mark. They want to make their sales. So they will tell you anything. Most of them will tell you anything to sell you something. They don't care for you to come back or not. They want to make their money. But that's not the right way to do it. You have to be honest. You have to, as a salesperson, share that information and let people decide. I think I told the story about uh, the car that I have and... Oh, that was, what, three, four years ago? I needed a new one because we got some pretty good snow here. So, you know, driving a sedan is nice, but the all-wheel drive, all drive is better. Not only the front, the front is nice, but the all-wheel drive is safer. So as I was looking at what I wanted, I went to the car dealership, one of them, and I read that person right away. First of all, when she brought me to the car, the car was okay, but it wasn't mine. I knew it. And she wasn't even interested to, to know who I was or what, what I needed, actually. She was just curious to make her sell. And I knew it. I never bought the car. 
I got, uh, when I did that on Wednesday, it was Tuesday, Wednesday, by Friday, uh, I had another person contacting me from a different uh, car dealership. And I went on Saturday, on Saturday, I got my car because I knew that was my car. That was it. When I went in, I'm like, that's my car. Except I didn't jump, and <laughs> jump up and down and let know the salesperson because I wanted to negotiate the price. So you're not like crazy enough to go, yay, I got my car. Blah, blah. No, 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 no. We keep it down. Inside, inside of me, I was just jumping back and forth. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But from the outside, you could see a poker face. And that's what I did. So... Taking the time to listen to your own self, because remember, a life listens, regardless of who's pushing you, if it's your mother, sister, self, or whomever, you're the one who's taking the decision. You're the one who's going to make that mistake or not. But don't blame everybody else's around, because you are the one who did not listen to your spirit, to your God or God instinct, either way you want to put it. So when you are doing all of the work, when you are listening to the universe, listening to how can I improve my life? I am learning this. It bites. Yes, it does. And some lessons I'm telling you, I told the universe several times, I said, can I get the shortcut, the short version, instead of the long version, like <laughs> Gone with the Wind. was like, I don't know, how many hours is that movie? I forgot. But it's like the long version. It's like, no, give me the 15 minutes. I don't need that four or five hours of a movie. Just 15 minutes will be just fine. And like, the universe is like, no, Emma, you need to go through the entire six hours of pain. I'm like, oh, no, don't do that. But it's like, yes, you do. So when we are open to really embrace who we truly are to the fullest and be open to learn our life lessons, and I, it doesn't matter what kind of slap in the face you're going to take. It doesn't matter. Learn it. Step back, look at back, and it's like, yeah, that's this what I started coming. And yes, I had to learn this. So I'm going to be more cautious on what I'm going to do next. I maybe instead than jumping into the next job and be hired right away, I'm going to take my sweet time and make sure that the job I'm looking for is the right one for me. When you start to do that, you're going to empower yourself to become the better part of your own self and be able to do so much more and accomplish so much more in your life. This is how you learn your life lessons. But don't even point your fingers at people. Some do because they want to blame everyone. And it's like, no, do not blame anyone for that. When you made a mistake, you made a mistake. And that's okay. It's okay. You learn it. You need to learn it. But don't become resentful because the salesperson says sold you a lemon or anything like that. You should listen to your gut instinct. If it's like, no, Emma, don't do it. It doesn't sound good. Then back out, even though you can receive pressure from others. The same when we grow up, because... We're talking about life lessons, but I also stated at the beginning of the podcast, we are learning from our outer conditions. So if your parents are in a toxic relationship or your mother is more dominant than the father, or the father is more dominant than the mother, you might want to repeat their mistakes. You might want to repeat what they're doing. And that, uh, that's a habit we need to stop. And that is your job as, um, as a spirit to stop that. 
It's not my monkey. It's not my circus. This was theirs, not mine. I want my happy ending and focus on that. You will be so pleased to realize that when you're doing this kind of things and really observe what are my patterns, what am I doing, am I on the right path, ask the hard questions, you will be surprised and you could uh, see that some of the patterns are being repeated and some won't. So you don't have to worry about it, but some will. So be open to change the course of your life. Be open to enjoy who you truly are th through the fullest. Be open to welcome the magic of the world and be open to be honest with your own self. And that is the hardest things ever, being honest with your own self. When you do that, you are going to open the door for infinite possibilities and you're going to change your life for the better. So yes, all of our life lessons have to be learned. You have no choice. This is not a free pass. There is no free pass. Even if people think it is, it's like, no, there is no free pass in life. You may be given an opportunity to make a wrong right. You may be given opportunities from the universe to receive the blessing after you have gone through hell back and forth. But your life lessons are not optional. So this was our podcast for today. On our next podcast, we're going to be talking about springtime is coming. Woohoo! Even though by the time you're listening to that podcast, we're already being spring because I'm recording them ahead of the game. Um, this should be a good podcast podcast. If you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me, you can go on www.edgintuitive.com. Otherwise, I want to say hello to everybody around the world. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope you get some inspiration to do something for your own self and to really help your own self to be the best you can be. That's what I would say. So all my love guys and I will talk to you later. Bye now. Bye.